between Google updates, website changes, and the fast pace of the online world, businesses today can only hope to understand the changing digital marketing scene. Welcome to the WebBuzz Podcast, your home for all digital marketing buzz. From the trends, hacks, and updates all around the web, welcome your hosts, Sean Tiberio and Roger Valdez. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Web Buzz Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Tiberio, alongside my friend. I'm going to keep it at that this week, my friend, Mr. Roger Valdez. Roger, before we even get started, I'm going to say you are a lucky, lucky man. Because you literally just woke up and got your day started and you haven't seen or dealt with the absolute chaos going on here in the States right now. Before we even get into anything today, folks, I just want to say, first off, the you know what going on in the Capitol with all the craziness and the rushing of the Capitol building and all the stupid and who cares at this point, whose freaking fault it is. It's absolutely disgusting and un-American. And it's just so funny how it ties directly what's actually going on and what's fueling at the root of all of this hatred and all of this disgust and all this fired up emotional moments happening out there in the world right now. And all this pointing the fingers of who's right, who's not, who's got the correct information, who doesn't, such and such. Mainstream media sucks. I 100% agree with that. These people over here, their shit's not correct because we can't find them out there. So they must not know what the hell they're talking. It is so funny how all of this erupted today when Roger and I were planning on bringing a topic to you guys known as EAT. And as we were just behind the scenes here getting ready to go live, Roger was saying a couple things to me and it was like, bro, it all fits. It is amazing how what is transpiring, right? The way people are consuming information, how you get information, what information you can get your hands on and what you can't is a direct relation to this thing known as eat. Now, it's not the be all end all. Roger's going to get deep into that and explain why. But it's a component. And the ones that play to the components... It's like sports. It's like military. If you play to the tactic, you play to the play. If you do the fundamentals right, you typically get rewarded with a victory, right? With the, 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 the ball, the, the kudos, all the things. And it's the same freaking thing here. If you're playing to this tiny little piece, it's another check in a checklist of things. And if you get those checklists right, I don't care if your information is necessarily the best, it's going to show up. And those that aren't playing to it, they don't have these components, it's going to fall down. And that, my friends, is how we get correct information out into the world. That is how we put the right information in front of people, not simply because they got billions and billions of dollars behind them. It's going to end my rant. Yeah, no, <laughs> great intro there to, to what we're doing. Absolutely. Um, this particular ACRONYM that we're going to be discussing today 
uh, does have to do with, with a, a lot of the, the type of content that's in the internet, the correct content, things like that. Um, but yeah, as Sean kind of just mentioned, I'm, I'm located overseas at the moment. Um, so I have no idea. That was like a pre-copy smack in the face. Roger's looking at me when we got on folks like, huh? We first thing I said, when he got on and I brought him into the studio, I said, dude, it has erupted here. It is just plain chaos and stupidity. And he gave me this look like a deer in the headlight. (laughs) Good news is there's a tomorrow. Cause you're in it. Uh, I'm in it right now. So, uh, so yeah, no, I'm sure I will get my information and, and I'll, and, and I'll check it out. And I'm sure we'll have further discussions either later today or tomorrow or whatnot. Absolutely. But for today's episode guys. So um, just with a little bit that I learned from Sean, what's going on, it does have to do with the quality content that's out in the internet, the bad quality, uh, the authority of, of, of who's writing that that content and how you consume it and how Google's trying to combat this situation, right? So the first thing that I want to do is we're going to, obviously, Sean mentioned it here, we're going to be discussing this acronym EAT, E-A-T, EAT. So what is it? Where does it originate from? Why should you care? And how can you, as an entrepreneur, as an online writer, blogger, how can you optimize for this EAT acronym um, to, to get that maximum um, potential out of your web pages and your content online. All right. So with that said, let's go ahead and dive into what does EAT even stand for? Let's let's kind of break down the acronym EAT. So the E in EAT stands for expertise. The A uh, stands for authority and the T is trust, trustworthiness of the actual content. So if you really look at that acronym and you see what's happening there, basically Google's, uh, and it's a Google criteria. So a little bit of a misconception there um, is that it is not directly an actual algorithm. Google has a major updates that it does to its algorithm. It has thousands, if not millions, of little algorithms that are out there. This is has to, happens to be one of their criteria, that we, and that's why we want to talk about it today, because it's getting smarter. It's getting stronger. It's starting to affect more and more websites out on the Internet. And in 2021, we're seeing a trend that this right here is starting to become a factor. Okay, so so let's go ahead and kind of dive a little bit into that, um, a little bit of history on that. So everybody's on the same page, what this is, a little more education on that. So let's talk about the origination of this. So this is not new. We're in 2021, but this was originally introduced by Google back in 2014 in the 2014 um, edition of uh, search quality guidelines. So they have a lot of different guidelines that they go off of. And 2014 is when they first introduced this. And for me, this is what I like to look at as the start or the first step to the, the quality content revolution, right? Basically, Google saying, all right, we're going to take resources and try to combat this problem of having low quality content and misinformation online that's ranking well. Right. Because if you look up a certain keyword and you're looking for something, some information, you're expecting to get an answer. You're expecting to get the correct answer. So if there's websites out there that have low quality or misinformation, but they trick the algorithm to then rank high, then you're getting bad information. Right. So this is basically what we're going to be talking today uh, about eat and how it's getting good and it's starting to do make some some a little bit of difference within a lot of different industries with their rankings. So the correct 
quality content is starting to rank a little higher. So this is another area where I say, all right, the, you know, the start of, of the quality content revolution, why are we talking about it in 2021? Why didn't we talk about it in 2014 when it first got introduced by Google? Well, most of us really don't care uh, about certain situations, right? Sean, human nature, <laughs> unless it affects us directly, right? Once it affects me directly, then we have a problem. Just, I, I don't want to get too political or anything that's happening, but everybody's been through this one. If you were in a country or a state or an area where coronavirus didn't hit right then and there, it didn't affect you, right? But as soon as it got close to home, then we took it a little more serious, right? So this is, this is something that happened where between 2014 and 2018, we saw basically Google was working behind the scenes, improving these eight factors, these criteria in within their algorithm. So in 2018, August 1st, 2018, they actually released an update, a major update that's known as the Medic Update that basically had a, a version of the EAT criteria that, that was new and improved. And they went after a certain industry to test it. So they went after what, we, what is known as a YMYL uh, type of category. So the, what does YMYL stand for? So YMYL categories is your money, your life. Okay, so if at that time you had a website that was giving financial advice, medical advice that can definitely harm somebody. Basically, it was advice where you can lose a lot of money or it was advice that can potentially cause you uh, physical harm. Right. Those are the websites that got hit hard or first with this particular criteria, this new version of criteria. And that's the first time we saw major, major uh, effects in the industry when we talk about digital marketing and SEO, where these type of websites saw dramatic drops or dramatic increases. So what I mean by that, to kind of be a little more, go ahead, Sean, you have- Can, can we stop there for one second yeah. before you, because where you're going is is amazing. And, and when you say, you know, if you were the type of site out there that was given a bu bunch of, you know, we won't say bad advice, but you're just given a bunch of advice. And Google suddenly said, we don't like that. And they crushed you or you're given a bunch of advice and they said, we like that. And they favored you. Is there, or was there, and I kind of know the answer to this. So it's a loaded one right at you. What is it that, that Google was looking for or, and is still looking for today to justify, should I listen to Roger or should I not listen to Roger? Is Roger right? Or is Roger not right? Absolutely. And, and that's that's basically what the EAT criteria did. Right. So let's break that down to answer your question directly. What Google was looking for then and what it's looking for now to keep it very simple was, is the content on this website is an expert writing this content? Number one. Right. Is this written by an expert? Number two, does it have authority? Meaning if it was written by an expert, is this content being shared in the Internet? Is it being used as a resource? Are other people citing this on their content, right? Does it have authority known as backlinks? That's the easiest way to really kind of look at that. It, you know, quality websites utilizing this as a source. And the final one, trust, right? Does it have trustworthiness? Now, how do you do that? Trustworthiness is look at more into the testimonials. So all this content, now, if it's a personal brand, does this person have reviews on Facebook, on social media, right? It's like uh, on, on Google My Business, on Yelp. 
things like that. If it's, if it's an entity, a business, right, that doesn't have you know a human face in front of it, it's a business. Does this business have good signals out there that it's trusted? So those are the criteria, and that's why that's what the EAT criteria is. It's expertise, authority, and trust. So that's what Google's looking for to make decisions whether you're going to rank well or not, whether they can trust you or not. Does that answer your question, Sean? It does. And I, and I, I know we're going to get into it here a little bit deeper in this segment or in, the, in today's episode period. we got a whole segment on how to optimize. So I'll bring another question up around more on the, the how levels of each of these, but absolutely. I mean, it's a great platform now, kind of a foundational piece to build off of. Absolutely. So that basically just kind of, we went over a little bit of the history, right? Between 2014, 2018, that medic update got introduced, changed the industry. Now it didn't affect everybody, but you know what? We're all part of groups. We're all part of forums. We're all part of Facebook groups. We're all part of, you know, networks, right? So the, the, the conversation now hit front, front and center. Now people were talking about this. Hey, have you seen this? Have you seen how these type of websites are getting affected? So now the conversation was brought to the table. So now us in the SEO space and the digital marketing space, as agencies that have clients that completely dropped or went up, right? Now we're having that conversation together. Could we all in this particular industry, like many other industries, we share information. Um, so we, we started the, talking about what's happening. Could the times actually be a, a piece of, of what has brought this to, to light a little bit more? Meaning what we've been seeing over the course of the, the last 12 months of, you know, the, especially cause you get, you can, you kind of emphasize this earlier on it, they went after the money and health, right? Money and your life kind of uh, categories. And with something like COVID and the plethora of, of information that was flying all over the place when it first came out, could that also be a piece of why suddenly more people are realizing, oh, there's this little checkbox that we've been ignoring and I got crushed because of it. Or I did it and I didn't even know I was doing it and I got favored because of it. Exactly. And uh, full disclosure, Sean and I don't work for Google, right? But yes. the signals out there are telling us that this basically is, is Google's improving because there's problems out there. Um, it's causing a lot of issues. And if, if they're a business, once again, we go back, I always try to go back to make sure that we put a face on Google. It, it is a business. It's like us. So it's in the best interest to serve up, to give us the searchers the best possible information so we keep coming back, right? But for entrepreneurs, businesses that are out there, absolutely, it's becoming a strong trend because now I go to my next question here in regards to why should you even care about this acronym is because now it's affecting your rankings. I don't, through my research, I don't truly believe, even though it, there's a lot of content out there that says the EAT at criteria, it's also called an algorithm, which is not correct. It's just part of an overall algorithm. But the EAT criteria um, is not directly a ranking factor. That's how Google is putting it on a lot of the content out there. But it's part of it. So if, if it does affect your rankings, because if you have good EAT criteria on your content, you tend to rank out. I'm going to take it as a ranking factor. So for our clients, for our websites, the way we position things, we definitely go after those. We pay a lot of attention. We add it to the boxes, the list of the 200 plus factors that we know are ranking factors. We add the eight criteria. And just so people are, are also clear, um, th this, this 
method or kind of mysterious checklist I keep referring to. It, it, there actually is a a checklist of a sort that Google gives to I forget who they're who they are exactly. They're basically like the fact checkers in a sense, but not fact checkers. They're they're ranking checkers, quality control, so to say, of the rankings to make sure the information's up there. And that's kind of where that that term the the checklist. Uh, came about so I don't want I don't want a bunch of people suddenly reaching out to us through our sport channels and everything going hey can I get a copy of that checklist we yeah. actually don't have it <laughs> through experience right expertise in our in our field kind of identifying some of these uh, check areas and the other th- I want to hit this real quick before you kind of move deeper into this the other reason why people should care you nailed it you said Google is a business Folks, stop for a second and ask yourself, who is Google's client? Who is Google trying to make happy? Is it you, the business owner, you, the individual trying to put information out there for the world? Or is it the person asking for the information, looking for the answers? What's the second half of that? Their client is the searcher. Their client is the person asking the Google homes and the series and all the other thing and the voice chat and all the stuff that we talked a little bit about last week. They're the, that's their client. That's who they want to favor. So you as a business, it all of a sudden, I heard this the other day, Google's not a search engine. It's a question answering engine. Because that's what people are starting to look at it more as is a place to just get an answer. And if you want to get up there and play in that space to be able to be that authority providing those answers, this is a component of that. So just another key piece as to why we need to kind of pay attention. You got to step into that role of, of Google for a second and say, okay, who's their client. I got to, I got to treat my business. Like I'm trying to treat their client. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's what, what it is. It's uh, it's like us. It's, you got to look at your, your particular business, your service, your, whatever it might be, the product that you're selling and how you sell it. Um, Google looks at it the same way, right? What does what what's going to benefit them on the long run? And in this particular case, um, you are you hit something there, Sean. That is a hundred percent correct. Um, they're going from a search engine to an answer engine, right? They're answering questions. That's what you people are using this particular search engine for. So the eat criteria. Why is it a trend? Why is it kind of catching fire? Number one, they've improved it. They've had years. To improve, they they tested. We we were in a, a little test tube. <laughs> Nobody knows it, but they we've been you know uh, in, in their little lab. We've all been tested. So now they have they keep continue to improve it. And there's other other pieces of the algorithm um, that they've they've introduced. Um, but in today's conversation, we're talking about eat that have helped that. Um, a lot of the AI rank brain. There's there's a lot of different other things that help this as well. So with that said, you should definitely care if you have a business, if you're an entrepreneur, personal brand, and you're trying to become an, an authority and an expert in the space, and you want your content to rank online, definitely pay attention to these criteria: expertise, authority, trustworthiness. Make sure you're hitting all those. And here we're going to start getting into okay. Now we kind of know a little bit of the history where they this came from. Um, we also uh, have an idea why you should, you should care, right? Now, let's move a little into basically how can you optimize for it? Let's give you some tips, right? Let's keep it simple too. We want to make sure that you can implement these quick and then you can grow on these, all right? So the, the first one that I want to kind of talk about is um, establish your expertise. 
What, what is the best way? Let's talk a little about, about this, Sean. How can someone establish their expertise? And I have a one I want to kick off with. Um, it's very simple. We should all have this. Create a bio, a biography of yourself, right? Or your business. Put it on, on a Google Doc or, or, you know, whatever you have for a doc where uh, you have it. Write it out. What are you going to put in that bio? You're going to put your education, your experience, your credentials, anything that gives you credibility in that space. Um, you know, some examples of some, some work that you've done, talk about it in that bio a little bit. You keep that. And what I want you to do, now you're going to go out and create profiles, online profiles. This could include Facebook page, Instagram, anything, right? Uh, a, a directory, right? Now you have that bio. And when you start putting that bio all over the place, now you've taken the first step to start establishing your expertise. Okay. So that's the first one. I'm going to pass it on to Sean. I got a couple more in this category, but I want to see if uh, Sean, Sean, what are your thoughts on that? Now, that was actually the one that I was, I told you I was going to come back and, and revisit it. That was the one that I was going to bring. Cause um, when I was spending some time, we, we talked, you know, we wanted to do this topic. I spent some time digging into it a little bit deeper and that was a big trend that I started to notice the authority sites that are out there that, you know, in our case, we're digital marketers. We're, we run a digital marketing agency. I spend a lot of time studying, paying attention to following a lot of other digital media outlets and seeing how they structure their content, right? If I'm searching for something and it's showing up in the top of Google and they're kind of not a, necessarily always a competitor, but there's somebody that's in our space or somebody that I can learn a little bit from, I want to see how they're, yeah, the information's great. But how are they structuring it? And that right there that you just said, the, the, biography right or the kind of the the who it is element even if it was a company and i for some reason hubspot sticks so much because i i get so many of hubspot's blogs with us being a, a partner agency even though hubspot as as a corporation as a company is as grand as they are they've got multiple multiple individuals producing content daily for them so how do those continue to to rank? Well, it's a piece of it is the company, but the other element is there's always that kind of profile uh, of who the, the content creator was. A photo, a little bit of a, a bio about them, things that build some of that authority that says this isn't just, you know, Joe Schmo from the street that wrote this. This is Roger Valdez, owner of Top Results Consulting, you know, digital media, digital marketing all this blah, 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 that brings the credibility to it. So I say that because we've dealt with it. We've, we've got some clients. We hear it all the time. I, I want to hide my face. I don't want anybody to know that that's my company, right? And that is, yes, the company can build some of that authority, but also a face. It kind of goes to the final piece of eat, trust. People trust people. People don't always trust companies. I think we're seeing that live in the moment, actually at the moment. <laughs> Absolutely, Sean. So, so yeah, so there we kind of hit home on the, the importance of the bio, right? And just to kind of even go a little further in that bio situation, when you have that, um, a lot of people, well, one of the pages on a website, talk about the website for a moment. One of the pages on the website that sometimes gets gets left behind or doesn't get enough love, right? It's like, because it's not considered, you know, an SEO page or, or a ranking page. That actually, with the eat criteria that we're talking about here, is one of the most important 
pieces, one of the most important pages. So an about page on a business website or a personal brand website becomes extremely important because it taught, it tells a story in how a website is structured. Just talking about website architecture, how Google scans, basically Google bot scans a website, it looks for an about page. And now that the E criteria is becoming more and more important, do it. Put a good bio, put some time into it. If you haven't done it, if you have an existing website, go back uh, to it, make sure it kind of speaks to your expertise, your authority and your trust, right? So make sure you go back and check those. So let's keep moving on because I do have a couple more under that category. So now that we kind of established our bio, that's an easy one for you guys to do. Let's see, what else can you do? So the next one that I want to recommend is you can guest post on someone else's website that has authority, a trusted website. That's another way for you to put your name out there and basically say that you're an authority, right? You can write, Sean just mentioned uh, HubSpot. You can be a writer for a platform like that. Now, some of these platforms, some of these websites have a ton of authority, right? They don't just let anybody in. And Sean knows what we, we, uh, we look for certain, uh, certain industries, certain websites that we can write, be guest bloggers for. Uh, currently, Top Results, Sean in particular, is a guest blogger for, for a very, very popular uh, nationwide uh, real estate uh, website, uh, Think Realty. And we provide it. Why? Because we not only do digital, digital marketing and SEO web development for the real estate space, but Sean is an expert real estate investor educator. So he has a lot of authority in that space. So that's a good example. A lot of you guys have that, but you don't know how to express it right on digitally online. So that's a good way to do it. So going out there, looking for other authority websites that are talking about the project and guest posting for them. So I'm going to give you one more. That's super easy. Uh, actually, one of our clients does an excellent job at this. I'm not going to mention his name just to keep it incognito for now, but he does an excellent job. I think Sean will know who it is, but be a guest on podcasts. Be a guest on podcasts. Simple Absolutely. as that. Why? Because us, at, at, we're doing a podcast right now. We're building our authority, right? We're talking about what we're experts in right now. But if we bring on a guest that make me can add some value on one of these topics, we then help that particular person build their authority, trust uh, online as well. So that's what I have. Those are the categories that I have for the first kind of set, how to build your expertise. So let's what's go. Your, what's your thoughts on this? If somebody's um, putting a, a bunch of content out there and whatever they're writing their content on should be backed up by statistics, stats, right? If, if, if you and I are going to put something out there and we're going to say that uh, 80% of search results or 80% of Google users are mobile device, you know, favored. We should probably have a stat, that, an authority that we went and got that stat from and linked to it. Would you agree with that? Or you say it's not needed? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's actually one of my three. That's the third one. So we'll jump to that one. That is a must. That is a must. Why take yourself back to high school, college, whatever, wherever you want to take it. Sean, wherever you want to <laughs> but wherever you want to take yourself. Hey, just because just because not all of us have their their massively bad attitudes. <laughs> be picking. <laughs> Take yourself anywhere in school when you wrote a research paper. You were required to cite your sources. Same thing. It has not changed, guys. It has not changed. So, you, my recommendation in this particular tip is work with with uh, reliable sources, other authority brands, um, you know, 
uh, industry leaders, things like that, that have content online that you can cite their information. Because that one, when you're building your own authority and you link out to other authority pieces or members of, of your particular community network, um, that gives you more trust as well. Because you're not out there just trying to go linking out purposely to fake websites just because you know you can get a lot of links back, right? So you got to be careful how you uh, externally link to those places. But I, my big recommendation is, uh, yeah, always work with with uh, trusted sources. And uh, to Sean's uh, question, absolutely, it's a must. All right, and then the final one here. Um, once again, keeping it high and tight, nice and simple, guys. Try when you're creating your content, make sure you're creating high quality, um, helpful content, right? When you look at it, would you be able to use that? If it's a, and a lot of what we just mentioned, Google is, a, a, you know, answering questions now, right? It's not just a search engine. It's answering a lot of questions. So when someone uh, basically asks the particular question that you're writing on your topic, Make sure you're very detailed on what that is. Answer that question. Be very specific. Use examples. Um, link out to other sources. And that will help kind of build those signals around the EAT criteria. And I'll help you start building uh, the entire kind of, you know, ping the EAT algorithm and make sure that is helping you with your rankings. Awesome. Awesome. I think you actually answered. I had another one in there, but it was, it kind of got, answered in uh with with your final piece there maybe i'll just kind of add on i know it's something you and i talk a lot with our clientele that if you're going to produce make sure what you're producing is valuable and i think that in itself even if you listen to all of this we just talked about and you're like man that's it's confusing i'm not really sure i don't know exactly why if you just focused on that piece and put out valuable content, valuable information that at the end of the day helps and is true and isn't trying to, you know, lean a message or trying to kind of pull the smoke over the, the eyes, so to say, the wool over the eyes, put the, put the cloud of smoke in front of your customer because you're not quite sure, but you're just doing it because somebody told you you got to do it. You're going to see some results there. And Yes, the other pieces become important, but I think the important piece is just come from a place of, of value. It's it's actually a saying we've been kind of throwing around here at TRC for the first quarter, something that we're trying to really rally around. And it's it's a, what's allowing our marketing side to drive decisions, and that's value over profits. And if it's valuable... It's it's worth us putting the energy into. It's worth us doing. If it's just to do it because we think it's going to increase profit, you know, are we really coming from the right place then at that point? Exactly. No, absolutely. absolutely. And one thing I think we should also kind of clarify on, on these that, you know, should you be focusing on this and, and, and why? I want to kind of just for a little bit go into that because I do not want you guys to think that the each criteria should um, then take away from the on-page, you know, standard traditional SEO, right? Or off-page SEO, your link building strategies and everything that you're doing offline. Um, so what I want to kind of position this is I think uh, Sean did it correctly. If you have no idea what you're doing and you only focused on your expertise, authority, trustworthiness of your content, and you didn't optimize, you know, you didn't think of keywords or anything, you just went, this is a question I want to answer. 
this is my experience with it. This is my expertise. This is why I said it. These are my sources. You can actually do very well. But if that question, that search query, right, that question on Google has other people doing the same thing as you, right, writing that type of content, the differentiator becomes on-page and off-page SEO. Now you have a lot of pieces of content that are doing this. Now, how you how can you compete? How does Google make decisions if it has a lot of um, pieces of content that has expertise, authority, and trust? Now it starts going, well, who's using the keywords correctly? How many links are they, you know, have backlinks do they have to this piece of content? How much trust, right? The, the, the testimonials. Now we start looking at differentiators uh, that will help pretty much help Google rank all those, those pieces of content. So I would start, if you're just getting started and you have no idea, you know, SEO or anything like that, I would encourage you to focus on your content and your personal expertise, authority, and trust, building that on your content. Because you can always go back, and Sean and I know this very well, you can always go back to a piece of content and optimize it for SEO. That's, that's easy. Some of, the best, some of the best content to get ranked is content you've probably already put out there and didn't know this stuff at the time and just going back and doing that task. Once you learn it, going back and optimize, you know, optimizing it, updating it, bringing it to maybe even just rewriting it because some things have changed could bring, you know, a lot of, a lot of value on it. So anything else you want to drop? Yeah. Um, I want to kind of go ahead and just let everybody know with that last comment in regards to just the, the existing content that's on your website, guys, it is okay to go back and rewrite some of your existing content. So um, if you go back and there's a topic and you don't want to rewrite, basically write the same question again, re, uh, freshen up that content. That's actually okay. We've seen a lot of dramatic changes in rankings. When somebody goes back to an existing piece of content, to Sean's point, it has good, you know, it's written very well, but it's just not optimized for SEO. Um, you can go back and optimize it or add to it. You can just make it longer, make it more in depth. Now that you know these secrets, right? These tips, these tricks, go back and see how you can improve it um, before writing something new. And with that, I'll go ahead and leave it. I think this was a good one, Sean. I think this is a good way to really kick off 2021 in regards to some, some trends that are happening. This is huge, guys. Definitely do not ignore this. The E criteria for your content online. This is Google's steps towards combating bad content misinformation online. So hopefully Yeah, so for all of you out there complaining, talking about how suppression, suppression, suppression of, of info, we won't go into that side of it, but you want to combat it, Put out good stuff. Do it the right way. Put the right information in there. Play in favor of what they want. And you will get your information out there. More importantly, though, if you guys are sitting out there and you're saying, hey, sounds great. But uh, I just want a little bit of advice. I want a little bit of guidance. I'm not really sure. How can I better optimize uh, You know, everything from my website to my flow to the content that I am creating and putting out there? Head over to topresultsconsulting.com. Jump on, grab yourself a slot. Just hit the little book a call button that you see right there on the website. Book a call. We'll gladly jump on a 30-minute breakthrough call. Go kind of over what you've got. Give you some pointers. Give you some ideas. Uh, and if at that point you're saying, okay, great, now help me. That's what Roger and I and the whole Top Results Consulting team are here for. We'll give you the advice. We'll give you the opinions. We'll give you what you need to do. And if you want to say, get it off my plate and let's let go of the headaches, and have TRC and the team kind of take some of the stuff off your plate and work for you a little bit. 
we can go that direction as well. But uh, all you got to do, head over to topresultsconsulting.com. Grab yourself a free business breakthrough consultation. Roger, myself, we'll, we'll jump on those calls. We'll walk you through. We'll see what you got. Give you some advice and help you out. So with that, Roger, it's time for you to go check. On- <laughs> inform myself. It's time for, for me to go inform myself, right? Go get educated. Go tune in to what happened while you were nice, restful, asleep. For everybody else out there, uh, as always, we we are excited. It's a new year. We're excited to be bringing value like this to you guys. Every single week, every single Wednesday, we're live here on Facebook on multiple different locations. You can tune in live, join the conversation, ask questions if you've got them. That's what we're here for. If not, if there's a topic that you want to hear us talk about, you want to hear us break down, please don't hesitate to reach out to myself, Roger, TRC. So many different ways that you can do it through our website, live chat, through Facebook Messenger, all over the place. Send Roger a message directly. Send me a message directly. It doesn't matter. There's a topic you want us to break down that involves digital marketing, online rankings, SEO, inbound strategies, just marketing in general for your business to grow. Let us know. We'll work it in. We'll get it there. We'll bring you guys the latest, greatest, and all the buzz about it. Thing you want to leave them with real fast, Roger? If not, we'll sign her off. No, we're good. We're looking forward to seeing you guys further on on more episodes. So hopefully today's was helpful and we'll, we'll be seeing you guys next week. Absolutely. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. And as always, here's to your success. Here at the Web Buzz Podcast, thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you got value out of this, share it out with your fellow business owners. Be sure to subscribe and follow the show. Reach out with any future episode topics you'd like us to discuss. Until the next episode, here's to your success.